And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a boom, boom. What are you trying to say, Jim? Hit the brakes, Rich. That motion you saw me, Jacoby, is grabbing the wheel with both hands and doing a Darrell Revis to start the show. Oh, I thought God. you would get it. That's what I was Yo, doing. Yo, you can't wait till we do the intro. Come on, man. You can't wait till we yeah. do the intro before you derail the show. No. no, I'm so enthusiastic about today's podcast. I got so many things to cook about. Oh, gosh. We'll get to the intro, but please give me 60 seconds to cook, please. I'm sure. Number one. No, no, no. But whatever you Number one. Say, I'm sure is already in the rundown for the television show, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Number one, no shade clearly to any other program that I contribute to. I'm fortunate enough that I wake up and do get up from 8 to 10 every day. I do Jalen and Jacoby clearly. I do NBA countdown during the NBA season. First take. Make frequent appearances on first take, sports center. All of that, I promise you, and I had to make sure I said this, this is really important to the staff, really important to the supporters. 95% of people that come up to me to talk about what I do in the media mention this program. Yeah! 95%. And and by the way, I, I wanted to make sure that before I went on wax, that my stat was accurate. And so what I started to do with all of those people, each time, call into the show, shout out Reg, boss move or soft move, cultural or regional. And you know what 40% of those people say? I call the show all of the time (laughs) and Reg don't put me on. I already called. I got to stop. I got stopped by a guy. I was was in CVS. This guy's like, yo, Jacoby. He didn't say, I love the show. Appreciate what you guys do. He didn't say, I listen to you every day. Thank you so much. Yo, ESPN 2 and 2, I tune in every day. That's not what he said. He said, yo, I be calling the show like every week, and I have not been on once. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he said. Homie that works at CVS. And so I want to pitch an idea. We did a show, and by the way, shout to Patrick Abrams, shout the out. best producer that we have in the field, in the game. We're going to do some game-changing things to put the E back at entertainment at ESPN. Now, with that being said, we must go to Toronto and do a show. Really? We must go to Toronto and do a show. I, you cannot imagine the love we get over there. You can't imagine. So if you can hear my voice right now, make sure Toronto, you stand up and you call the show. I've been on the road for the last couple of weeks and I can't walk two steps. And I love this. I'm so a man of the people. The motto of this show is give the people what they want. I sang that on the first episode eight years ago. I promise you, we need to take the show to Toronto. I repeat, we need to take the show to Toronto. It's one thing to be in New York. 
It's another thing to be in L.A. Love doing shows in my hometown of Detroit. Would love to do the show from one of the strip clubs in Atlanta or Houston. I would love all of that. But we must do the show in Toronto. I am telling you, that is love like Kawhi gets (laughs) that we get in Toronto. I just had to say that. Now you can continue your professional proceedings. Couple things, Jalen. You know I have a love-hate relationship with Darrell Rivas. Love you, Jalen. I love Jalen Rose. I, I, you know, I, Jalen Rose with top top ten people that I've ever met in my whole entire life. Darrell Rivas. Sometimes, sometimes you know I don't love Darrell. You know what I mean? Because I, I spent four hours preparing the show. And then, you know, writing this stuff down. We got research involved and making full screens and B-roll and a staff of people stressed out for four hours. And you just come on and just undo all that work by derailing the show. But I fully support that Derail Revis. That Derail Revis is my guy. Positivity. You know what I mean? He's got plans. He's building, reaching out to international communities. Because I have something I have to say. I've never, ever, ever set foot in Toronto in my life. Never ever once. What? I've never. I've never. I've what? Never even connected through Toronto, going somewhere else. I've been to Quebec. I've been to Montreal. What? I've been invited to Vancouver. Jacoby. Never been there. What? Jacoby, we should do this when the season ends. Yep. There are a lot of people that talk about sports for a living. Yep. There are many entertainers. There are many sports figures. There are many individuals walking the face of this earth. We should do a bracket of who can crowd surf where. There are certain people (laughs) that are celebrities that could not crowd surf anywhere because people won't hold them down, let alone hold them up. I like what you did there. And I know for a fact, I know for a fact, I bet my life on it in Detroit, Michigan, in Toronto, Canada, I'm crowd surfing. Yep, yep. Ain't no question. Yep. So I'm gonna so, pull you behind. Can I the tell curve. you this? Can I tell you this? I you bet you got a better chance of crowd surfing in Toronto than you do in your hometown. Well, That's the love we get. I don't think my hometown's big enough to get a crowd together big enough that I could crowd surf on it. You know what I mean? I don't know if my name <laughs> rings in the hearse the way it used to. <laughs> But, Jalen, I'm going to take you behind the curtain on, on Toronto Love, now that we're discussing this. But Monty and Pablo went out there. I know you saw them. Shout out. And they were like, we, you know, because they're foodies, kind of. Like, Pablo especially, like, he loves his food. He takes it serious. He's like, so we want, got reservations at this restaurant called Soto Soto. And, you know what I mean? It was hard. We had to pull some strings to get this reservation. And who did we bump into there? Jalen Rose. And they're like, we worked hard to get these reservations and they're treating Jalen Rose like he owns the place. Like he's like got a got a not like a, a majority stake in the place. You know, like like Jalen's behind the bar, in front of the bar, kissing babies, knows everybody there. And it's like, yo, Jalen, you played for Toronto what? Like 15 years ago? What like how many years ago was this? 20? Like I don't even know the number, but it must have been it's in the teens the last time you were there. They're probably like in the mid-aughts you played in Toronto. So about 15 years ago. And you didn't play there that long. Like you were there three seasons. Yes. And you made an impression on these people that they still treat you like you're like like you are like like the sixth man on the Raptors right now. Yes. Sixth man? It's Kawhi than me. What do you mean? 
<laughs> it's like Vince, Kawhi, then me. What are you saying? Your, they'll put you ahead of Marc Gasol because he ain't been there that long. And he don't get out of the house like you do. So, yeah, you're probably ahead of Marc Gasol. No doubt about you're it. probably ahead of Marc Gasol. So, I, and, and let me pull you behind the curtain to why. And they're, they're not going to treat you as good as Van Vliet Detroit. because they're going to think that Van Vliet is Drake. You know what I mean? So they, they make a mistake. <laughs> Detroit has a few cousins around the world. And I learned who they were as I started to travel. Let me tell you some cousins of my great hometown. No particular order. You can't go to Atlanta and walk five steps and not meet somebody from Detroit. It's virtually impossible. It's virtually impossible. We're cousins with the Bay Area, in particular Oakland. Oakland, cousins. Like, we're related. Like, I just, I just saw my auntie walking down the street. I, I just saw. Okay. We're cousins. Philadelphia. I told you. I've been on Broad Street with the bully. I've, to, I've told you this. Okay. We, we've talked about this for a really long time. Okay. And last but not least, Toronto. It's a four-hour drive from Detroit. These people have been following me, Jacoby, since high school. It ain't just the three years that I played for them and had my foundation, played with a broken hand, stood on the table when the management traded Vince Carter, stood on the table when we drafted Rafael Araujo in the top ten in the lottery. I was there. You never say people's names right. And the fact that you can say this man's name right is is just a testament (laughs) to how much you were upset that he got drafted. I was upset. They traded Vince Carter for Alonzo Mourning, who said he wasn't going to come. They traded for him, and he still didn't come. And my other two brothers, who I love dearly, Aaron Williams and Eric Williams. That's what they traded Vince Carter for. And he averaged 14 for us before he got traded. Went straight to the net to average 28. Of course. Double the scoring average. Of course. Yep. Of course. So, again, we must must take the show to Toronto. It's mandatory. Red, you're a celebrity in Toronto. You're a celebrity, dog. You need to get your follows up and holler at some people from Toronto. I'm telling you. We got to get to Toronto. And you know what? Another place I've never been. I've never been to Ann Arbor, Michigan in my life. I've never, ever been to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Whoa. I've been to Detroit. That's my fault. That's my fault. I've got family in Detroit. I've never been to Ann Arbor. Now that we got Juwan as the head coach of the men's basketball team, we got to do a live show from Ann Arbor, too. We got to do another one in New York City. Can I bring you behind the the curtain for 10 seconds about Juwan Howard's coaching staff? Jarrell Reeves, 10 seconds means You ready for this? 90 seconds, but I'm good. Go. I'm going to make it real quick. Jawan Howard, my brother, getting hired by the Michigan Wolverines, obviously is a headline. But let me tell you one of the stories that kind of got underreported. This is why, with my hard-earned money, I need to buy season tickets. Not ask Jawan for two. Not ask the university for four. This is why I must buy tickets. Howard Isley, my high school teammate, yes. 
is yes. also on his staff. Yes. Yes. My high school teammate is on his staff. And you know what else? I've been to three weddings in my entire life that I participated in. Three of them. My brother Bill, Jawan, and Howard's. Those are the only three weddings I ever participated in in my life. Two of them on Michigan's coaching staff. You will be in Ann Arbor. You know who's so upset right now? You know who you just, you know who's so upset to hear you say that? Harlan Endelman's dad. Harlan? Harlan Endelman's dad. Harlan Endelman's dad really wanted to see you there. You broke your teeth. Remember you broke your teeth right before you get in the flight? And Jalen Rose, people don't know this, is is Jalen Rose really cares about his hairline and also really cares about his teeth. Do you know why? Because he spent about, I don't know, $100,000 on each. You know, I can't tell. I don't know what you spent more on your your, your teeth or your hairline. You know, it's like, it, and again, it's all psychological. It's all Freudian. It's all Freudian. You know what I mean? Like, when you people made fun of you when your teeth, when you're 12, guess what happens when you get money? You buy yourself some really nice teeth. And when those teeth break, when those teeth break, Oh, it's an emergency. It's an emergency. I was like, Jalen, you can't even see it. Like, you can't even see it. And as far as Jalen was concerned, it was like it was like he had no teeth at all. It was like he's missing the two front ones. Yeah. And I had this, he had this look in his eye. He had this look in his eye. And I was just like, all right. I was like, I can see this is. I see this is important. You know what I mean? But so I, I love Harlan. He's a great leader of this program. Has been down like ten toes since the beginning. And I got to modify something you said. Hairline, free. Yep. Hairline, free of charge. Yep. No, no, no. No additives. No, 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 no. No, no. preservatives. Free. That's fair. Hairline free. is natural, but it gets shaped up by very expensive means. That's what I mean by that. You spend a lot of money on shaping it. The hairline is natural. You've got, you've got the foundation of a good hairline, but you have never put a razor to it yourself. Never, never. And you're going to appreciate this. For all you youngsters out there to see me like, he 46. I wonder how he still got his hairline. It's because I was bald so many years. People sleep <laughs> on the fact when I was in college and I was in the league, I wore a bald head. And when you get traded as much as I do, you can't necessarily fall in love with a barber while you're in the league. No. But now that I'm retired, guess what I just did five minutes ago? Bought the Book tickets for your flight. Gotta get shiz up there. Shiz flight. And you know what else? You really gonna love this diva move. You are gonna love this one. Today's Wednesday. Games tomorrow. Not only did I get shiz a plane ticket to come oh, and did. cut my hair. Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes. Yes. You got shiz yes. as a mule for your clothes. You got shiz as a mule for your clothes going to meet your stylist and getting you some clothes, and he's going to have to bring them up there with him. Am I correct? <laughs> no. You're incorrect. No. I like people. I like people to stay in their lanes, okay? I'm not having the barber worrying about my fashion. I like people to stay focused. Let me okay. tell you what I did. There's a big basketball game that's taking place Thursday night that could be the yes. closeout game in this series. Yes. Which means on Friday, these pearly whites and this fresh cut may be on every show on the network. I might mm. be on Get Up. I might be on First Take. I'm definitely going to be on Jalen and Jacoby. Might be on every sports center. Shout to Rachel Nichols in the jump. 
for a profile in JRLA. I might be on with Katie Nolan. I might be on PTI. I might be on Around the Horn. I might be on everything. I got shares of um, a hotel room and a ticket to the game. Oh, I love oh, it. So he can stay it. over oh, I love it. Thursday night and oh, cut my hair Friday, cut, too. Again, again. So now we're going to get, so let's do the math on this. West Coast time, we're going to get a haircut before the game at probably 1 or 2 p.m. West Coast time. And then West Coast time, you're going to get another haircut at probably 4 a.m. So we got about 10 hours between haircuts. How fast does your hair grow, dog? How fast does it grow? <laughs> like, yo, I shave once every 24 hours and I barely need to. What do you got? You, what do you put? What are you putting on that dome? What is happening? Hey, man. Hey, man. It, 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 it's all about you got to feel good Look to good, perform good, well. Play good. Look and good, feel good, play good. The rest good. of the world, Payton? 99.9% of the world would say that's stupid. You don't need it. You shouldn't do it. But guess what? When I'm sitting in front of the camera talking about sports, if I feel confident in it, that's all that matters. I agree. So I know you want well to know like, that it's important to you. I'm not like KD. I'm Kawhi. I ain't caving to public pressure. I don't care what people think or say or feel. No. Straight up. I if I'm hurt, I ain't playing. Flat out. Especially my Achilles. I got. I got. I got to confess. I got to confess something, Jalen. Sometimes when you come on this program, and I can tell you haven't gotten a haircut for like five days, I'm like, man, I'm just his side piece. He don't even care. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just a side piece. You know, we don't get, I don't get no flowers. You know what I mean? I don't even get a text on Valentine's Day. You know, I can see you change, you save your number, my number in your phone is something else. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, Jay. You can try a little bit for this program. I know we on ESPN too, but come on, man. We're still recording this. Jeez. Let's get people with this. There's something happening in New York City. This place is just packed with people. You know I like to ride my bike to work, zooming in and out of cars. Riding it a little too dangerous for my wife's taste. But it gets me to work quickly. We have the bike lanes. People walk. People take the subway. People take cabs. But I've seen something else happening. There's a revolution. The boosted electric skateboards and scooters. You've seen these things. People zoom by with a skateboard or a scooter. Remote control in their hand, zooming around, not kicking and pushing like a regular skateboard. They look so cool. People in suits doing it. People doing it just for fun. This is a brand new method of transportation that is sweeping the city. And you can have one, too. Instead of sitting in traffic, searching for parking, smelling your seatmate's sandwich on the bus, imagine riding the streets with the wind in your hair on your own boosted electric vehicle. You can get from point A to point B Quickly, efficiently, and not just that. One of the reasons I ride my bike, it's just straight up fun. And nothing looks more fun than cruising in a boosted vehicle-grade electric skateboard or scooter. They have a 22-mile range, max speeds of 24 miles an hour. That's fast. It is perfect for both running to the store or traveling all the way across town. Right now, at just $61 a month with financing, there's no better time to change how you move than right now. Boosted is offering its listeners a $75 off the purchase of an electric vehicle when you use the code Jacoby at checkout. Go to BoostedBoards.com, 
BoostedBoards.com and use the code Jacoby at checkout. You get $75 off your vehicle. That's BoostedBoards.com, promo code Jacoby. You get $75 off. Stop being curious about how they work or whether or not you could have one. And go to BoostedBoards.com and find out for yourself. Now that we've had some time, we've had 36 hours to digest this injury, the implications. We've heard the talking heads talk about it. We've heard his Instagram post. Jalen, my question for you is more of a macro big picture question. How do you think this injury and him coming back to play in game five will change the way that he is perceived by fans and the media? So here's what's tricky. I talked yesterday about so many people that are phony mm-hmm. in the fact that now that Kevin Durant is injured, now that he gave us a pound of flesh, people that live with a herd mentality that are out for blood like this is MMA or like this is boxing and it's not over until somebody is on the canvas. Now that that's happened, oh man, he a hero now. Exactly. People going to laud how tough that he is. They're going to laud how, how much he's willing to sacrifice to play the game that he loves. And now that narrative is going to shift to the point where he's going to get the acceptance that it seemed that he was seeking anyway, which is why many of us felt all season that he was going to leave the Warriors after this year, despite being back-to-back champion and finals MVP. Like it was a tragic, it was a tragic injury. And it was a moment that just like, it just, it really hurts the hearts of all real basketball fans because we all saw what he was trying to do for his team and we saw how it played out in the worst possible way. But now it turns him into a sympathetic figure. Listen, even me, I would clown him for being in the comments and I would call him sensitive. I did these things, guilty as charged. But now because of this, I've kind of changed the way that I look at him. He is more heroic in my own mind, whether fair or not. I'm just telling you sort of how I feel about him. But I want to change the question to this for you is, now that we've had some time to really think about this, how much of this injury is truly just a freak accident? Something that just happened, like sort of, you know, a a, a small chance that it played out this way and it did. And how much of this is just really, really mismanagement and allowing him to play? This is not a freak accident. A freak accident is spilling coffee on your shirt. Not sitting out 30 days because you have a strained calf. I went on NBA Countdown and specifically said his workout Thursday did not go well in any way, shape, or form. You don't all of a sudden have a couple of workouts and you're ready to play in the NBA Finals against Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors. This idiotic theory that people continue to spew that a 70% of Kevin Durant is better than most of the league. Yeah, stupid, but a 70% Kevin Durant means he can't go all of the way. Yeah, he can stand in the corner and make three-point shots, and you saw him do it three times in the first quarter and end up with 11 points. But what happened when he had to put the ball on the deck for the other 30% everybody? He got injured. So this idea that he was ready to go never flew with me. And you know what else it did? It brought out a different side of me that I didn't really understood that I still have that I want to expose to the public. You ready for this? What's that, Jalen? What side of you? You know, watching how the world just bullied Kevin Durant 
and assassinated his character and kicked dirt on his name. And unlike Kawhi, he sat out his nine, he played his nine games and he took the ribbon from everybody. Oh, you don't want to play for the Spurs? They're a story franchise. Pop wouldn't do this. Tony Parker wouldn't say that. And you know what Kawhi did? He fell back. And in July, he got traded. And you know what else he did? Low management. 21 times this year. I'm going to pace myself. And you know what's going to happen now? He's going to be holding a championship trophy soon. So what KD injury taught me, I'm going to bring out a different side of myself. Once a month. And I need the fans to tell me what month they want this to be. The Motown Clown. Jalen versus everybody. He's coming out once a month on social media. Anybody to try to throw shade, anybody to try to clown, I'm going to take one month out of the year and I'm going Curtis Jackson on everybody once a month. They try to assassinate my character because I was a person that said he should not go. I support this. I said I he should this. not go. And then people are like, oh, when he got clear, Jalen don't know what he talking about. How can Jalen go say that he can play and then the doctors put him out there? And guess what? He played and got hurt. I'm coming. I fully support this. You getting in the comments. You responding to the haters. I fully support this. However, the math doesn't really add up. Are you picking a month of the year or are you going to do it one day of each month? I'm going to do it every day for a calendar month. Okay. okay. I'm going Curtis Jackson. I'm going to let the people choose what month that should be. And as many times as I can, anybody that think about saying something negative to me, somebody that's giving so much to the culture, I'm clean every day. I got a fresh cut. I found it at school. It's kids named after me. All of that. But there are people that don't care. So you know what I'm going to do for those people? I'm going to give them what they want. I'm going to respond. I don't care if they got one follower. I don't care if they got a million followers. You want it? I got it. And we putting it on. Well, I look forward to that. I also look forward to listening to Kevin Durant's mom, Wanda Durant, talk to the culture's mom, Robin Roberts, about her son's injury. Let's listen. Did the Warriors make a mistake? Did they rush him? Yes. Yes, I've heard that. Um, well, you know, it's still out right now. Um, we don't know. Um, he felt that he was able to play, and um, uh, they said that he could play, and so we still have to analyze that and and see if, you know, they made the right decision. That's kind of up in the air right now. Okay, I'm going to do the media thing and read too much into that answer, Jalen Rose. I'm going to do the media thing and read too much into that answer. Do you think the Warriors rushed him? Yeah, it's still out. She didn't say no. She said Kevin felt like he was ready for to play, and the doctors cleared him. Am I doing reading too much into this by saying there's still a part of Wanda Durant that maybe feels like the blame is on the staff of the Warriors? You're not reading too much into it, David Jacoby. Listen to your brother. I told you that the workout didn't go well. He had a strained calf. He was out over 30 days. You don't go from that on Friday to being cleared to play a basketball game in the NBA Finals on Monday. If this, if this was February, he would not have gone. If they were up 3-1, he would not have gone. If they were 2-2, he would not have gone. But now all of a sudden, they get down 3-1, there's a sense of desperation with the organization and with the player. And how many times have you said this 
And how many times have you heard this? You must protect athletes from themselves. Yes. We're not the smartest people. We're not, hey, we're, we're not brain surgeons. Okay. We're not the kind of people that's all of a sudden going to find the cure for cancer. But guess what we can do? Put the ball in the hoop. We can catch touchdowns. You got to protect the athlete from themselves because you always feel like you can go, but you got to say, hold on. This is not the right thing to do. And so Mama Durant's first answer was her legitimate thought. And she said, yes. Yes, she did. But then she kind of covered it up. I I like that you noticed that too. (laughs) Jalen, there's something that you need to come to grips with. There's something that you really don't like in the NBA, and that's resting healthy players. You really don't like resting healthy players. However, you mentioned load management. You've got Kawhi Leonard. You mentioned his injury and how load management may have helped him be the player that he is in the playoffs. And now we're looking at Kevin Durant. All the minutes that he played during the regular season. All the minutes that he played in this playoff run that may have contributed to the calf strain. Will this change the way that you view load management? No. Because you said a key word. Healthy player. Did you say healthy? I just want to make sure. Did you say was Kawhi Leonard healthy when he sat games this year for the Raptors? That was recovery. That's different. He sat out an entire season basically because he had a knee injury. That's called recovery. That's different from load management. Did you say resting healthy players? Yes. Did did you say those words? Okay, I don't want to make okay, sure. Okay, okay, how do you define healthy if they played the previous game? That's how you define healthy, using your own words as well. Kawhi Leonard played the previous game and finished that game healthy, so then he's healthy the next game when he sits. Back on you. David Jacoby. He just missed 70-plus games in the previous year. When you put somebody back on the floor, he's not going to go and do of me and play 83 games in a year. It's not going to happen. Okay? That's called recovery. That's allowing his body, his mind, to physically get himself in a position to play high-level basketball for a long time. I'm still against resting healthy players. And Adam Silver, this is his favorite program. Not only am I against it, I'm definitely against it on the road. You want to rest? Rest one of the 41 home games you have. Not one of the couple of road games that the fans are going to get a chance to see a player, purchase a ticket, and then you show up, and then all of a sudden the marquee player isn't there. If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your card every month. And you could be paying thousands in interest every year that you really don't have to. Well, guess what? Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt and pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. It makes it so easy. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans. No trips to the bank. No high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them a little bit about yourself, how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash J&J. 
LendingClub.com slash J-A-N-D-J. You can check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000 at LendingClub.com slash J-A-N-D-J. LendingClub.com slash J-A-N-D-J. All loans made by WebBank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. One thing we don't do on this show is force topics. And one of the ways we weed out what's worth talking about and what is not is a segment called Keep It Moving. If you want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. If not, you say keep it moving and let's start. Jalen, the two best words in sport are in play tonight. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. The Stanley Cup Finals. Game 7 is tonight and the Blues have a chance to win their first ever Stanley Cup Trophy. Does that give you enough reason to root for the Blues over the Bruins? I'll tell you the one reason I'm rooting for the Blues, besides the fact that it will be their first championship. And just like the Toronto Raptors, I love to see fan bases finally get rewarded for supporting their team, especially in a situation like this where their franchise has existed for so very long. One of our bosses, Bill Wolf. Love St. Louis like I love my haircut. And I tell you this, he's been on the edge of his seat at the NBA Finals this entire time about his team. So much so that I am now rooting for the St. Louis Blues to win this year's championship for our boss, Mr. Wolf. I just want to apologize in advance to the Podfather for when he founds out what you said about Bill Wolf because he's a big Bruins fan. Let's move on, though. There is he a got enough championships. Boston there win is, the championship in, in a sport every other year. There is a report that two floor seats to tomorrow night's game six cost way too much money. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Darren Ravel is reporting that two floor seats to tomorrow night's game six cost, wait for it, over $100,000 of American money for two seats to a basketball game. This upsets me for some reason. Jalen, how dumb is someone that pays $100,000 for two floor seats to tomorrow night's game? Not going to be able to do it. Here's what ends up happening in situations like that. And this is what sports has become. And as somebody that played sports, that works in the sports industry, I love the fact that in our culture, we overvalue and we overpay for entertainment. And in this case, we're talking about $100,000 for two floor seats. Usually that's purchased by corporations, by billionaires. We just saw early in the series, one of the part owners of the Golden State Warriors shove Kyle Lowry. He's an owner of the team. He ain't paid for that ticket. Look at people seats. like Jay-Z and Beyonce. They, they're worth $3 billion together. Of course, okay. they're going to buy that ticket. But for everybody else, millionaires? Nah, like Chris Rock said, there's a difference between being rich and wealthy. Preach. Not going to be able to do it. Next, Woj agrees with us about something. Keep it moving. Hit, hit the, the brakes. I love Woj. Hit the brakes. Anything Woj. He said the Lakers are not a front runner for any elite free agent this offseason. And by elite free agents, I think he means the gentlemen with names that start with K. We've been saying this all along. What do you think about Woj saying that the Lakers are not a front runner to get a big free agent? 
No surprises here. Woj is the best in the game. We've talked about that. He put it on wax. We've, we've understood that while they do have the great LeBron James, the unique thing about all of the top-tier free agents, they don't have to run to him to get a championship because each of those Ks already won it. Kyrie did it with him. KD did it twice in Golden State. They have a long shot to do it again. He's going to miss next year. Kawhi Leonard has a chance to be finals MVP for a second team. The only other people to do that were Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and LeBron James. Klay Thompson ain't leaving the Splash Brothers. So I understand that theory to be true, and it's something that we've noted the entire year. Next, Tiger Woods is back on the golf course. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Keep it moving. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. Forbes announced their list of top-earning athletes. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. All right. The list was topped with three soccer players, Messi, Ronaldo, and Neymar. But I looked through this list, and they list what their salary is and what their endorsement money is, and I noticed something that echoes some of your feelings about the NFL. If you are not a quarterback, the people on this list that are not quarterbacks – made a million dollars or less in endorsement money. And I'm talking about Khalil Mack, a million dollars in endorsement money. Demarcus Lawrence, $150,000 in endorsement money. Aaron Donald, one of the best players in the NFL, only $500,000 in endorsement money. Jalen, what can these athletes themselves do and what can the league do to up the profile of non-quarterback players? I've talked about this for so many years. Football players ultimately are going to have to decide how important guaranteed contracts are to them. And the way to do it eventually is going to be striking. We've seen it happen in the NBA. We've seen it happen in the NHL. We've seen it happen with Major League Baseball players. And they have the best union in sports. When it happened with the NFL in the 80s, players crossed the line. And some of those players were the highest paid players in the game. And the league felt like they could put on a product so much without their normal players that they created what we now term as scabs. The NFL, their logo is a shield. The NBA, their logo is a player, Jerry West. That's how the sports are promoted. So therefore, if you're an NFL player and you want to get high endorsement money, You got to do what Odell Beckham Jr. does. You got to do what Antonio Brown does. You got to do what J.J. Watt does. They let it be known that, yes, I'm good at football, but they find ways to promote themselves outside of the game. And sometimes even if people don't like it, they still do it. Do you know why I'm happy? I'm happy because Hard Knocks has announced which team they're going to document the preseason of, and it is perfect. Oh, we don't want to see the we don't want to see the Detroit Lions. We want to see the Raiders. They got perfect. They got Antonio Brown. They got Richie Incognito. They got John Gruden. They got an owner with a great haircut. What did you think about the announcement of the Raiders being on Hard Knocks? So, what the Raiders have done is exactly what a franchise with a storied history, a terrific fan base should do. 
They're doing everything to not only satisfy the media, but also they're owning everything public consumption that has nothing to do with wins or losses. And it is genius because here's the deal. When you start talking about the best teams in the AFC, guess who you're not going to mention? The Raiders. The Raiders. But, but they're going to win the headlines because Antonio Brown, John Gruden, the players you just mentioned, Richie Incognito, Von Tess Burfick, when you put a camera on those guys and it's hard knocks, Mike Mayock, who used to work in the media, oh, it's going to lead all of the shows because guess what shows like ours and others, especially in the national media, are going to do between now and football season. We'll be taking Force clips football of hard topics. knocks. We're gonna for- and we'll be taking clips of hard knocks and talking about them. So, Jalen, before this season even starts, I have a list of five predictions of what will occur this season on Hard Knocks with the Raiders, and I want you to evaluate each one. Number one prediction: Vontez Perfect fights at least three teammates. You know they love to skirmish. It's hot <laughs> out. They're working hard. Three fights: Vontez Perfect with his own teammates. Second. Mark Davis will get a haircut on camera. We all want to see how that <laughs> hair sausage is made. Seriously, we need to know how it works. Look at me. Look at that right there. Doesn't that look good? Should I grow my hair out? Do you think I should grow my hair out and get the Mark Davis? That doesn't look that bad, to be honest. It looks a little bit like my son, which is concerning. Next, Derek Carr is going to subtweet John Gruden after one episode. That, it's, that's all it's going to take. That, that, that relationship ain't going to last. And then fourth, it's going to happen. Richie Incognito is going to get cut. It's going to happen. We know Richie Incognito is going to get cut. Mm. And most importantly, we're all going to fall in love with the personalities in the team. But the Raiders are going to go 5-11 and 11 this season. I mean, that's the real prediction. <laughs> Regardless of Hard Knocks, A.B., Perfect, the Raiders will go 5-11 and 11 this season. Do you think that's a fair prediction, the last one? You left out the most important one, that fans are going to get a chance to see Mark Davis fly Southwest or Spirit Airlines from the Bay to Vegas. Come on, Jacoby. That's the main one. Okay, the Raiders are strong for cash. They're going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them to make payroll this year. You might see A.B. go on IG Live. Like, I ain't even get paid this week. I'm leading the league in catches and touchdowns, and they ain't even pay me this week. That's hilarious. That's probably that's – that's the saddest one, and it's probably true. So, Jalen, you're my brother. You know, you, you put me onto a lot of game. You helped me through a lot of my problems, both professionally and personally. And I need you to help me through what this conflict I have that's boiling inside of me. I support – U.S. soccer. I love the men's team. I love the women's team. I was watching the game against Thailand yesterday. You do. Right now you know. They you scored do. 13 goals. It was 13 to nothing. And I watched the entire game. Now you know goal differential comes into play when it comes to World Cup tiebreakers. So they are motivated to score as many goals as possible. When they scored goal 10 and goal 11, goal 12, and goal 13, and the way they celebrated when they did it, I felt a little conflicted. I felt a little conflicted. I question their sportsmanship. I understand their enthusiasm about being in the World Cup, and I understand the just the passion, the exuberance that will come out of you when you score a goal on that stage, especially your first goal. Shout to Pew. Shout out. But it felt a little funny 
to watch Alex Morgan give Rapino a piggyback. It felt a little funny, you know, to see Alex Morgan counting the goals, and it made me feel for the Thai players, especially when I saw one of the Thai players crying after the game. Help me through this. Is it we're professionals? We're on the international stage. We need to score as many goals as possible. We're just playing the people in front of us. Or is it maybe we shouldn't celebrate that way with that score? So I appreciate how you teed this up. And I remember eight years ago or so, us getting off work downtown Los Angeles, about to go have a few beverages. I don't like where this is And you said... Oh, we about to go watch Team USA soccer. That's what we about to do. Oh, yeah. Trust me. Jalen, I want to turn you on to a movement. And I appreciate you teeing me up about things that I turned you on to. But you and the pop father, Bill Simmons, turned me on to celebrating soccer and enjoying its greatness on a national stage. And here's what I want to say. I love the Team USA women. And you know what I love even more than the fact that not only did Alex Morgan have five goals, she had three assists. You know what else I love more? How they dominated and they didn't apologize. I remember Detroit Southwestern High School, legendary coach Perry Watson, Vashawn Leonard played a long time in the NBA after going to Minnesota. Howard Isley, Howard Isley played a long time in the NBA after going to Boston College. I remember being in a huddle at Western High School and us saying, let's win by 100. Not 70, not 80. Let's win by 100, okay? Because that didn't even correlate to rollover points. Those points didn't matter in our playoff seeding. They weren't going to matter if we won the championship or not. It was, if you can dominate, you do it. And in this case, the goals roll over. So it's one thing if, like college football, the eye test matters. The top-ranked teams can't just win by three, can't just win by seven. When you're playing against a Division II team, a lower Division I team, you got to crush them. You want to see 75 to three. Because the voters are now going to continue to rank you really high. The goals roll over. So it's one thing to have seven total goals. It's another thing to have 13. You get rewarded. And yes, I feel bad for the opponent that was crying. But I will feel even worse if my team didn't win the goal. So go Team USA. Thank you for working that out with me. Sports Illustrated's SL Price had a feature on Rich Paul, who we all know by now. And Rich Paul said a lot of things. But one thing he said that stood out amongst everything was what he said about Anthony Davis and the Boston Celtics. He told S.L. Price, quote, they can trade for him, but it'll be for one year. I mean, if the Celtics traded for Anthony Davis, we would go there and we would abide by our contractual obligations, and we would go into free agency in 2020. I've stated that to them. But in the event that he decides to walk away and you give away assets, don't blame, third-person alert, Rich Paul. Jalen, 
<laughs> wow. I mean, we always knew that these kind of conversations happen behind closed doors. What do you think about Rich Paul really taking us behind the curtain, putting it right on wax that Anthony Davis will not stay in Boston? It's important that he did this. And the way that they've handled Anthony Davis getting traded by the Pelicans, in my opinion, has not been bulletproof. But the one thing it has been is consistent. He doesn't want to be a member of the Pelicans, even though he has another year left on his contract. If at all possible, can y'all trade him ASAP? Mm -hmm. Hey, Boston, we see that you guys have amazing assets, a terrific organization. And he wants to play. He loves the game. And he may even do a Kawhi. Go to the East, lead him to the conference finals, maybe to the NBA finals. You never know what's going to happen next year because without KD, for those that have not been paying attention, it's wide open who's going to win it all next year. So you can roll the dice, but he's going to walk after that. Fans, don't be surprised. I don't want to hear the crocodile tears. I don't want the, the people begging him to stay. I don't want people approaching me on the street about what he's going to do next. I'm putting this on wax in June, before the draft, before free agency. So it's no gray area, no surprises. Here's one thing I find really interesting. The KD injury reverberates through everything that happens in the NBA because it's clear that one of Anthony Davis' preferred destinations, if not his only truly preferred destination, is the Los Angeles Lakers. And then you start looking at that Lakers roster, you look at LeBron and KD and AD on the same team, the Warriors without KD, the Rockets are all of a sudden trying to change their roster, and then you've got the Thunder out there who never really did in the playoffs. It becomes really interesting in the Western Conference and throughout the entire NBA without Kevin Durant and that power structure that they have in Golden State. We start every single season assuming Golden State is going to eventually be the champions. This year, I'm not so sure it's going to be the same, which is so exciting for the future of the NBA. And we all kind of feel like AD wants to end up on the Lakers. And Rich Paul spoke about the Lakers. What was the comparison that he made, Mr. Rose? He talked about the fact that joining the Lakers is the equivalent of Alex Rodriguez marrying J-Lo. If you get a chance to date someone of her caliber, you, you got to put a ring on it, dog. You do. And you know how much we love power couples on this show. Yes. Yes. And you don't have yes. to be a celebrity yes. to get acknowledged by this program. Okay, we appreciate love and companionship. We're both happily married men, but he put it on wax to let it be known. The ideal partner would be the Lakers. However, don't sleep on the New York Knicks in this dynamic either. If they're able to acquire a D that will also lend to them signing somebody else this offseason. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I think he will be happy with that situation as well. Yep.
I think so too, but I know the Knicks roster. I've, I've been to Madison Square Garden this year. I watch the MSG network and listen to Clyde Frazier while the games are on. They don't really have a true, true package. It's good that they got the three, the number three pick. That has to be a part of it. But what, you know, give me Mitchell Robinson and Lonzo Trier and Kevin Knox. Like that's not exactly comparable to what the Lakers could potentially put together. We will keep our eye on all of this as I find it really interesting. But not only are we talking about where AD is going to end up, there's now a betting line. Like you say, everything in sports has a betting line, and so does where Anthony Davis will play for. And Jalen, you will not believe this. Not only are the Lakers favorites, they are huge favorites to land AD. It's approximately one to five. Like, it's like you gotta bet 500 to win 100 for this outcome. The Knicks are a distant second where it's close to one to one, and then the rest of it is just a long shot. So, or it's close to four to one for the Knicks. Jalen, what do these betting lines tell you about Anthony Davis's team next year? Well, they're just feeding off the narrative that became the obvious that if he could choose his destination, it would be the Lakers. So, of course, that becomes the betting favorite. But the problem is he still doesn't control his destiny. The owner of the Pelicans has since walked back this terminology. But Mm -hmm. she basically said she would do a deal with the Lakers over her dead body. For those that watch this program, I've said this all year. When the Pelicans look down at their phone, 213-323-310, voicemail. It was consistent throughout the year. And let me tell you what happened to the Lakers package that changed from February to now. Same players, but let me tell you what's changed. Brandon Ingram is returning from a blood clot issue. You don't know how that's going to affect him long term. Delonzo Ball, my adopted little brother, finished the season in a uniform or in street clothes? Street clothes, street clothes. Uh, okay, got it. Okay, that so that did happen. Now, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, that package ain't necessarily as attractive now as it was then. Look at the landscape of the league. That's why David Griffith came out and said, it's going to be more than one team to satisfy what we I need because he sees what I see. On paper, it isn't one team that's going to be able to get the deal done. It's interesting. Yeah, David Griffin was basically saying, like, I know what the Lakers can offer, but someone else is going to have to take that on, and I will take something else in return for Anthony <laughs> Davis. The, he's on the phone a lot. I hope he's got I hope he's got unlimited data because you know David Griffin's on the phone all day long. Right now, it is time for Jalen's favorite segment, Jalen of the Week. Jalen Ramsey is this week's Jalen of the Week. Jalen Ramsey, it has been reported that he will not get a contract extension from the Jaguars. He feels like he has outplayed his compensation, but he's also been on wax and said that he's fine. He's fine with the idea that he's not going to get a contract extension this year. But then he did something I know you're going to love, Jalen Rose. He did something I know you're going to love. He tweeted this. I'm going to ask for so much money. They have to put me on layaway. He not only is named Jalen, he cited one of your heroes. Boss move or super boss move? Super boss move. Big shout to my namesake, who, by the way, 
I follow on social media. He just signed with Adidas. He has a terrific family. I support all that he does on and off the field. Quality young man. Shout out. Representing the name 150% better than I ever could. However, one thing I need to bring him on this show to talk about. You know how important it is to us that when you quote somebody, you give them credit. All of the people that have shows across the multiple networks, we sit back and when we're not on camera, we point the Mr. Me Too's out. Oh, they stole that from us. They stole that from us. They're picking and choosing what they want to take from our show but they don't want to shout us out. As a Detroit Lions fan, I saw this quote played out live by Jalen Ramsey's idol and my friend and brother and arguably the greatest athlete of all time in any sport, not named Muhammad Ali. Deion Sanders, the Lions were going to pick him. He said that exact quote with a Jerry Curl, with Mr. T Gold Chains, Went to the combine with his regular clothes on, decided he was going to run, and ran the fastest 40th time of all time. That was Dion's quote. And I know that Jalen Ramsey not only idolizes Prime, but that's one of his mentors. You got to give him credit for the quote. Your thoughts? I agree with you, but I do want to defend Jalen Ramsey and say this. Grammar is very important to me. My mom is an English teacher. He did put quotation marks around it. So he, he is close, <laughs> close to giving him credit. <laughs> Jalen Rose, I missed it this year because it landed on my son's birthday. So please catch me up on what happened at the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy graduation. I want to give everybody affiliated with JRLA huge kudos co-founder Michael Carter, the entire board of directors, the parents, the staff of the school, but more importantly, the students. We service 800 students, Jacoby, around 400 in the building, another 400 that are at colleges or universities, trade school, community college, or military. We have a 9 through 16 model, and I got a chance to sit on the stage, shout to my brother T. Grizzly who came through to represent Love T. Grizzly. Passed out toys like an uncle, passed out cash, took pictures with every one of the graduates. I got a chance to see the model physically play itself out. It's one thing to be a school that's high performing at a high school level because usually those kids are underserved. People normally influence younger students because they have parental guidance. When you get to high school, those kids have different issues. And 90% of the kids that we get in ninth grade aren't doing math or reading at that level. So to see a stage of approximately 100 kids, we have a 94% graduation rate, and also see kids that we've graduated from college in the same building at the same time, it was very phenomenal. And I appreciate you guys giving me an opportunity to pay homage to people that have worked so very hard for this dream to come true And lastly, the donors like yourself that have spent your time, your energy and money for students that you don't live in Detroit. You didn't go to a Detroit public school, yet so many people have allowed this village to influence so many young people in a positive way. Ladies, we're short on time. We're going to get to your voicemails next Wednesday. Every Wednesday we celebrate the ladies 
And don't forget to call 9580-JALEN to leave us voicemails. We'll be back tomorrow to preview the huge game six that could end the NBA Finals and maybe the Warriors Dynasty. We'll break it all down tomorrow. Why is that going? Done. We're not done. We're not done. I love them. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. <laughs>